2: Shine, rise and shine. It's time for Early Break with Sip and Jake. Live from the Copple Chevrolet GMC studios in the heart of Lincoln, America. Here's 93.7 of tickets, Jake Sorensen. Did seem kind of meh. And the Lincoln Journal stars, Steve Sipple. Surprisingly good. This is Early Break with Sip and Jake. Welcome back to Hour 2 on a Friday. Steve Sipple out today with illness, hopefully back at some point next week after Christmas. I am Jake Sorensen. On early break, you can call or text at 402-464-5685. Watch and comment. Facebook, Twitch, YouTube, and Twitter. The show is sponsored, as always, by our friends at Gaina Trucking. Check out their current job openings at gainatrucking.com. Uh, we had some texts that came in during the break that I wanted to get to. Uh, <laughs> uh, reality says missed the first hour. Jake been sick here in Iowa. Also, Merry Christmas to you and Sip Josh, our producer, and Mark. We have chili on Christmas Eve. Yeah, I, I think that we we hit a topic I didn't think would be this popular regarding the Christmas food because as I told you, I was asking the question. I I was thinking that you know Thanksgiving. Fourth of July, Easter are all holidays that have very, very common um, foods that we all agree on, and and the places usually sell out on because they get picked apart. But Christmas doesn't really have that. Prime rib has been the go-to that from people on the text line. But I've only had prime rib a handful of times. My dad texted and saying pulled pork. I haven't seen anybody say pulled pork. Now I love pulled pork. I'm all in on pulled pork. Thousand percent on pulled pork for. For Christmas, and if, if that's just us being weird, that's fine. We'll take it. I'm all in on that. But prime rib apparently uh, is is the popular answer. Uh, Jeff says that, now Jeff is where I'm with at stuff. At, he says apps, appetizers. That's that's how we do Christmas Eve at our my parents' place. We do a lot of appetizers, no real meal, but a bunch of snacks like shrimp cocktail, cookies. You know, diff, you know different you know, different ham and pickle rolls, something like that. That is soup as people say chance says goose I've never had goose in my entire life I don't really want to have goose ever in my entire life um but that's not how I roll pecan pie says prime rib and pecan pie of course if your name is pecan pie in the text line, you better have pecan pie um okay someone said uh I had to check on YouTube to see your christmas spider Jake that is a nine out of ten thank you John yeah again you guys want to jump on the stream and and you give me a quick rating. I'm I'm try, I, I became festive today. I'm rocking an ugly Christmas sweater. Uh, you know, 'cause I, I got to bring the spirit up. Sips out sick, so I got to keep some positivity here and and bring some you know some life to the studio. So I'm bringing the, my uh, Christmas spirit in with my Christmas rejoins, my Christmas sweater. Uh, give me a rating 4645685 or comment Facebook Twitch YouTube and Twitter. JKB says steaming crabs, sausage, red potatoes and corn of the cop. JKB it sounds like you got a southern christmas going here. I like that. You know, I like that that cajun type of christmas. That is awesome. A little shrimp boil, crabs, sausage, red potatoes, that's great. Matt says do you eat chicken? What could you possibly have against eating goose? I've never had goose. Goose scares me. I've I've heard it's kind of oily or greasy and 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 kind of tough like leather now this is all hearsay this is not me saying that I've had it myself but I have never in my lifetime ever had a single bite let alone a sniff of cooked goose ever I don't feel like I need to have it I've never had duck never had goose you can call me naive all you want I'll just say I eat the foods I know that are good and I have I have expanded my palate. I really have. I've tried a lot more things over the last several years that I would never have tried. But I don't think I need to try duck or goose to have lived a full life or happy life. Uh, Matt in South Lincoln says, "I'm late to the show, Jake. First, Merry Christmas to you." And one of the staples I had growing up was oysters too. That doesn't even sound good. No offense to you, Matt, but like, you know, this is why if, if we're gonna have these staples of food for for different holidays, I. Now, maybe I'm just being stubborn and not wanting to try oyster stew, but I did try oysters in Miami last year with a friend of ours, and I thought they were disgusting. You know, you got to slurp them down. They're nasty. So for me, I can't do that. if, If oyster stew was a tradition in my household, I would be starving every year because I've not eaten that stuff. Bird in Columbus says, Goose tastes like crap unless you make it like jerky. Kent says, Goose is good as is duck. Matt says duck is the best bird to eat, the steak of birds. I don't believe that. anybody want to anybody want to confirm with Matt that duck is the best type of bird to eat? Don't tell me that duck's better than chicken. I'm not buying it. Now I don't. I've never had like pheasant before, so I, I don't think that's as good as chicken either for a bird. But I, I struggle to believe there's there's better bird out there than turkey or chicken. Duck, I, I just don't buy that. No one, t- no one says that. No one says that. Love the sweater, Jake. Thank you from uh, from the unnamed texture. Christmas is usually a ham and cheese, potatoes meal. New Year's is prime rib. Okay. Is, is the better meal usually on Christmas or New Year's? I, I would think New Year's is almost the appetizer one because you're just partying all night, you're drinking all night as you celebrate the New Year, you're staying up late. Like I, I don't see that as the typical big meal of the two compared to Christmas to new year's new year you know new year's you're not always with your family you might be with your friends christmas you're with your family that's when you want to have your best meal at least that's what i view this as so i'm surprised that you know that prime rib would be the new year's meal ahead of christmas in that instance here matt says pheasant is 100 percent better than duke i sorry than duck or goose um I, I can't say i've never had to eat any of the three so can't um Joe in Boulder says, Merry Christmas to you and Simple. Love waking up to you guys' show every morning. Uh, Thank you, Joe. We appreciate you and the gifts you provided us at the Tailgate Shows. We hope to see you next year out in Boulder for the Husker-Colorado game, game two. Headhunter, we get a lot of people commenting on the birds here, apparently. Uh, Headhunter says, duck and pheasant are far better than chicken, Jake. Best is venison backstrap. Well, that's not a bird. We're talking about birds here, headhunter. Uh, venison is obviously deer, but I, I don't know if I can, if I would believe that duck and pheasant are better than chicken. Chicken's pretty tough to beat. Randy says I've had duck burritos at a restaurant in Saint Paul. Absolutely a favorite. Okay, Brad uh, says Jake oyster stew is great. That's on the menu for Christmas Eve. Uh, Corey Lincoln says Sandhill crane is the ribeye of the sky. Sandhill cranes, really, Corey. The migration. Sandhill Cranes. Hizzlebear uh, says, Merry Christmas, Jake. We are doing spiral ham with scalloped potatoes. I agree with the pheasant being the best. All right, we got people vouching for pheasant now. I was told, again, I've been told by some people, you can tell me if I'm wrong or not, that it's kind of oily and greasy. But if I'm wrong on that, then that's, you know, whatever. Bird in Columbus goes back to Corey, who also is from Columbus, says, Crane is legit. It's awesome. I can't say I've ever had or thought about having Crane. Now you guys are just bringing up bizarre things. Pecan pie says turtle soup. Who has turtle soup? Not, not trying to bash you. This is not something for me. Uh, yeah, more people saying that Sandhill Crane is the fillet of the sky. Who's eating Crane out there? Since since when are we eating Crane? I've, I've never heard anybody. You know, I've heard people eat goose and duck. I've never heard a single person until today on the text line. Several people telling me that they eat crane. Am I just missed out in life in Lincoln? I don't know, I don't know. Uh, okay, four six four five six eight five. Texter says, uh, I've never agreed with the text line more. Okay, well, that's good. That's why they're here today. You guys are you guys are really helpful today. Appreciate you guys. Uh, helped me out today with sip out and about with illness. And, uh, you know, we'll get, we'll get more food takes as the show goes on. But I want to ask a, a question regarding, you know, I want to get back to football real quick because people probably say, come on, Jake, it's, my last, it's your last show before Christmas. We can talk food all we want, but we want to talk about football. So we're going to do that right now. 4645685, in the spirit of Christmas, as we look at NIL and the transfer portal era so far, has NIL and the portal... Been a gift, or has it been a lump of coal? 5685. Here's my response to it. Here's my response. As you know, Sip and I, uh, leading up to NIL and the portal, were we're pretty opposed to it. And you might get that, understand that for Sip's perspective as being a guy in his fifties, it's used, he's used to traditional college football. Whereas people my age in their thirties and twenties. Uh, usually view the portal and NIL as exciting and opportunistic. And I just didn't have that vision of the portal and NIL when it came out. Now, I would tell you this. One thing that's great for the portal for this station and the state and and content is there's always freaking news there. You, You always have portal news, whether it's a guy leaving to go in the portal, a guy coming in from the portal, looking at this person in the portal, Investigating them, you're researching. Could, could Nebraska be a good fit for them? Could that school be a good fit? So it has added more, even more buzz to college football. There's no doubt about that. But what would you say it has been? If the two options are, in the spirit of Christmas, that the NIL and the portal have been a gift or a lump of coal. Which would you? Which would you say right now? If you had to say those two collectively, four six four, five six eight five. I'm gonna say. I go back and forth. Some days I'd say it's a gift. Some days I think it's a lump of coal. I guess it depends on if Nebraska's losing guys to other schools or not. So it's, I'm, I'm pretty biased in this. If I could look at this from a 20,000-foot view looking down at college football and, and not having any sort of connection to a team, I think I would say it's been a lump of coal. Just because what you hear from the different coaches out there is is that you, you know, it was not meant to be tampering. The intention was never going to be tampering, but guess what? It was always going to be tampering in general in college football. I mean, you heard Jeff Trailer the other day, the head coach at Texas San Antonio, just say what? What is this? You know, Fran McCaffrey uh, has been critical of it at Iowa for for basketball. Um, there's some people that love it and a lot that hate it. I mean, the other day. Jimbo Fisher. I thought this was was the uh interesting quote from a guy making, you know, 100 million dollars at Texas A&M. I got to pull this up real quick from Jimbo Fisher the quote from the other day. But he was uh somewhat critical. Uh here here was here is Jimbo Fisher's thoughts on the current state of college football. This I think it was Wednesday. He says this was by the way on tampering, NIL and the transfer portal. Jimbo Fisher says, quote, I knew eventually there would be pay-for-play, but I did not know it would be NIL like it came about. The problem with all of it is that there are there is no consistency and rules. And then when you get into the transfer portal, there is so much tampering going on. It is utterly ridiculous. It's a joke. It's an absolute joke. We are only in college football. That's Jimbo Fisher, who, by the way, I'm sure was doing a bunch of pay-for-play before. It was actually legal at A&M. That's a different story in itself. But... That's someone making a lot of money, that's doing well in the portal, that's doing well in recruiting, that doesn't like it. But I'm sure, do we think that Jimbo Fisher is not tampering at all? Just because now everyone's allowed to get guys from the portal, you're complaining because you know others can do it now? I, there, there's no world that exists that Jimbo Fisher is not tampering in. No way. No way. Don't believe it. Uh, this, was a, this was the Washington State head coach. I forget his name real quick, but uh, he had some thoughts on NIL the other day. I'll get the, uh, I'll get the name for you after we play. But This is the Washington State football coach uh, recently this week on NIL and his view. But there is immense uh, challenges, Colton, to what this portal and this NIL provides. Okay? There's more tampering going on than you could ever imagine. Okay? We've had guys contact our players' parents. We had, a, we had a coach from another school contact one of our players and offer him NIL, a coach. Okay? So there's more things going on behind the scenes that you can't even imagine. You can't even imagine the things that are happening right now that try to pry our players away from this place. Okay? And it's, uh, it's, it's stunning. It's amazing. It's the new thing that, you know, I guess, comes with this portal transformation. Um, but it, it's not right. And who's going to regulate it? Who's regulating this stuff? that is Jake Dickert the head coach at Washington State regarding the portal. I mean that's kind of what Jim O'Fisher was saying there as well. I mean that's if you go back to our conversations before this all was legalized and, and allowed. I mean Sip and I had these very conversations about how do you actually get it to be you know to be regulated? How do you regulate NIL? You open up the floodgates and those aren't coming back. I mean what do you? What do you? How, how do you? How do you slow this thing down, and regulate it? Because at this point, you've got guys looking for the you know already towards years ahead. Nebraska's already offered a kid from years down the road that there might be NIL up you know uh, you know possibilities there. You know there, there's kids in the 2025 classes that are probably already getting NIL in college, or in high school. Excuse me. I don't I don't know how you can possibly slow this down and regulate it because. It was released in the wild without any sort of limitations off the, off the get-go. And yeah, it's, it's turned into tampering. It's turned into guys recruiting off other people's rosters and trying to get them to go to their schools. So, I don't know. Do you, do you view NIL in the portal as a lump of coal, or is it a gift? Obviously, the coach at Washington State, Jake Dickert, views it as a lump of coal. Jimbo Fisher, apparently... Views it as a lump of coal despite using it. I'm curious. Again, what's the general general thought there? Um, John says this on the text line. The NIL and portal have been a gift, but not run correctly. Players should have to wait a year to transfer unless they get a new coach. There needs to be a cap on the amount of money given to players. Players should be paid, just not over $1 million like some players okay let's 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 go through that text right there. okay, He says it's been a gift, but not run correctly and and that's where I, I stop and say, how do you get this ran correctly, John? How do you know that even though you want players capped at a million dollars, that there won't be money below the table when they say, okay, we've reached the million, and now by the way, to get your services, here's money not accounted for another eight hundred thousand dollars. I, you can say what you want about that and, you know, and have a limitation. Limitation does nothing. That's just what's known, the known limitation. There's going to be money out there, that, like there always has been, that would not be known. So I don't think that affects anything here. Um, he says that players should have to wait a year to transfer unless they get a new coach. So that's, that's one part of this discussion is, is should everybody, no matter what the circumstances, be able to transfer right away and play right away? Or is it only in a circumstance where a, a head coach – either is fired or leaves for a different job, that that school will then have players leave freely to go somewhere else and play right away. I mean, there's certainly some merit to that conversation, to that question, that argument. But I would ask the question is, is, (laughs) what if you you are at a program that you... You know, things change. What if your position coach changes? Because if in that, in that instance, is that really about only the head coach, or is it about all the coaches? So let let's say I commit to Nebraska. Let's let's say I'm AJ Allen. Let's go with AJ Allen as an example. And I followed Brian Applewhite to Nebraska from TCU. Now, as of right now, AJ Allen is still on this roster, and Applewhite is not a head coach. Is not a coach here anymore. But if you know he committed to Scott Frost also, but Brian Applewhite was the guy that got AJ Allen to Nebraska. And this in this situation, this scenario, if the running backs coach moves on or is fired, but the you know but let's say the head coach was retained, could he not transfer then freely somewhere else or follow that rece- that running backs coach somewhere else? I think you get into murky ground in terms of what's allowed for a one year transfer right away, or or, or what's not. So I have a little issue, I guess, with that, John. I appreciate the sentiment there and the idea, but I have um, some thoughts on that. Uh, Tim says this, I think NIL is a gift. The lump of the lump of coal is the portal. I think it's two separate critical entities. That's fair, okay? I wanted to put them all together, but that's fair if you want to view them separately. NIL is good, portal is bad. That's fair. Uh, Randy says, Lump of coal only because it seriously needs more regulation and changes. Until those would possibly come, it, it, it seems to me like it is a lump of coal in this, in, in, this circumstance. Uh, let's see. Matt says, better embrace the portal. And NIL, it's the only chance Nebraska has to get back to being a top 15 team. That's, that's, that's the people out there that, that viewed it as essential. They felt the same way. Now, Matt Rule, I would argue, is someone that develops players that are, that are hidden gems. And maybe he could find players that don't need a bunch of NIL that Evan Cooper, his recruiting guy, have, uh, have sought out. But that's a different story. Okay, Reality says, The fact that there is zero regulation is the ultimate problem, but who makes the rules and who would enforce them? That's been a clown show in college athletics since the beginning of time. You're right. Who's, who's going to enforce the rules here? Are we getting any closer to regulation here? I mean, we hear a lot of complaining, but are we any closer than we when we were than we started? NIL to having regulation. I, I don't. I don't think that we are. I haven't heard any news that we have regulation coming anytime soon or any inkling of hope. No idea. Uh, let's see here from the text line. Joe and Boulder says NIL is the Wild West and will need to be modified. I am 100% in on college kids genuinely capitalizing on their name, image, and likeness opportunity, but right now it really is a pay-for-play process. Yeah, it, it, and that's kind of been the argument. It, it feels like it's pay-for-play. Even if a coach is in on NIL and, and, and believes it's necessary and positive, it doesn't change the fact that it still turns into most scenarios being pay-for-play. And that was not the intention. But guess what? Even if it wasn't the intention, it was always going to become that. Who in their right mind thought that when this was proven, and when this was allowed, that even if the idea was not pay-for-play, that it would become pay-for-play? Because it was pretty clear and obvious it was always going to become that. And some of you are fine with that, and that's okay. Then you love this. And I don't hate it completely. I really don't. I'm not sitting here and, and bashing NIL on the portal. I There are certainly a lot of positives from this. No doubt about it. There, there are positives. I was wrong at it being completely negative. It's not completely negative. But regulation is nowhere in sight. And this is just going to, until that happens, it's going to get crazier and crazier and crazier and maybe make your bl- your mind blow. And you're going to always be having to recruit your own roster because you're going to have people tampering with your players. And I know that Nebraska fans view that as a positive thing by going to other rosters, but your, your roster, you lost one of your, your most impressive players in Ernest Hausman to Michigan. Now, was there tampering going on there? I I don't know. I can't prove anything. I have no idea. But the Wolverines come in and get Ernest Hausman. Who knows if they were talking to him during the season or not? It's kind of where we're at with things. Um Before we get to break, I told you we're giving out gifts today. I already gave away a free haircut. So how about this right now? We've been advertising this since early November. But you have the Nebraska Christmas Light Show at Haymarket Park. Now, I know Christmas is Sunday. We're probably late to get there um, before Christmas. But this show goes until January 3rd. So I'm going to give away a free pass to the Nebraska Christmas Light Show. How about Caller6 right now at 402-464-5685? And here's the best part. One pass means one car. So if you have a big van, that counts as one pass. You can get 10 people in there. If you got a car, you get four or five people, that's one pass. This is not for one person. It is for one car. Take as many people as you want in your car for the Nebraska Christmas Light Show. Caller6 right now at 464-5685 will win a free pass to use before january 3rd to the nebraska christmas light show at haymarket park because you know what i'm in the giving mood today and so are they more next on early break in the ticket